the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in me eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You were in the neighborhoods we live in. You were in the ones we're passing by. You were in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And thanks, Dave, and welcome to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Happy New Year again to all whom we haven't seen or haven't spoken with as of yet. And we are in for a treat today. I'm Benita Hopkins, co-host of Abolition Radio, and we're here with our fearless leader, Vanessa Russell, who is on call today. Hey, Vanessa, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. So good to hear your voice. Yours too. We are in for a big treat today. We're really excited to have someone new, actually someone new twice over because we have a new co-host that we would love to introduce. Would you like to do that, Vanessa? Sure. Yeah. I'm super excited about um, our new um, uh, partner in justice yes. uh, who will be joining us uh, on the show this year and uh, couldn't be more excited about uh, inviting and, and embracing yes. our sister, Roche. Yay. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm more than blessed for this opportunity to just be a help. Yeah. We are yeah. more than blessed to have you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yes. And introduce our guest today, Vanessa. Sure. I'm super excited about our guest today who's an old timer. She's been yes. with us for a while. She's been rolling with us for a <laughs> while, but we haven't had her on the show. And I just happened to catch her on a vacation week because, as you know, many of us are uh, volunteer leaders with Love Never Fails. And, and Angela is one of those that uh, works tirelessly during the week and then gives of herself in the evenings and weekends to um, be be the change she wants to see. And so Angela Garcia is with us as the program manager of Street Outreach. Hi, Angela. 
Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for the wonderful introduction. And hello to all the abolition radio people out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Angela, um, I, I would love to start with just, um, and, you know, it's so funny. Every time I, I'm not there with you physically in the studio today, but I have a visual of you. And every time I have a visual of you, it's somehow your hands are always included in that visual. Because uh, for those of you who, who uh, have been out on street outreach, with us, uh, we often, um, we always ask first, but we spend a lot of time reaching our hands out to people that aren't often reached out to, that, are, that aren't often touched or hugged or, um, or embraced, um, maybe because they're homeless, maybe because um, the circumstances, maybe it's dark outside, maybe it's late at night, maybe it's in a, in a bad neighborhood, and, and so people are in a rush and aren't really seeing them, um, and certainly if they're being exploited, there's some, maybe some fear some apathy that's kicked in with the community, and yet Angela has been someone who has reached out her hands um, and, quite frankly, I think healed many people in the streets just by by way of your touch, Angela. And so uh, tell us about how, first of all, how you came to understand what human trafficking is and came to uh, make a decision to be uh, the, the leader of the street outreach team. Loaded question, but okay, let's go. So um, I initially was drawn to the human trafficking, to information about human trafficking. There was an, a Freedom Expo at Gateway. Shout out to Gateway. Um, <laughs> and they had a lot of information. They had great people on the panel there, and they were giving information about human trafficking and just the problems and the concerns, uh, various different things. And I took the information and I, you know, kind of put it on the on the shelf because I was like, that is a lot. And um, I kept praying and people were like, people would come up to me randomly. Um, I would know them, but they would say, wow, you would do really good if you worked, you know, with human trafficking, you know, some, some kind of way in this capacity. And I was like, uh, that, that's awesome of you. Um, (laughs) thank you for your vote of confidence, but that's not where, you know, that that's, I don't see myself there. So, um, continuous prayer. And of course, when the Lord has his, his hand, on you and, you know, his thumb kind of um, pushing you to something, you, uh, I mean, you can run or you can surrender. And so I chose Mm -hmm. to surrender. And what I can say about surrendering and uh, joining outreach and joining the Love Never Fails family is it has really been a blessing to me where I thought I would go out and um, I'm fortunate that I get to be a blessing and give the gift of love and um, minister to people. It has really been more of a blessing to me and a learning experience. You absolutely humble yourself when you um, go out and you call yourself a servant mm-hmm. because you don't know who you're going to meet when you go out there. You you don't know who you have the wonderful opportunity to serve. And so... Um, I mean, it's long story short, the Lord directed me, I followed and now I'm here. And I truly remember when we had the Freedom Expo at Gateway and you were there and you had questions, you had this 
look on your face, and then you kind of, we would have other events, and you would come in, you would, and we would be like, glad to see you. You know, where would you like to plug in? Oh, I don't want, I can't. mm -mm." You kept backing down, but like you said, the Lord had his thumb on you and his, his hand on you, and he led you our way, and we were so grateful. Yeah, and I just love that you use the the metaphor, or the, the actual re, real description that he had his hand mm-hmm. and his thumb on you. Again, yeah. the vision of you with these hands <laughs> reaching out. And as the Lord puts his hands on you, you put your hands on them. Yes. It's pretty. It's yes. a beautiful vision. Woo, I love it. <laughs> Next thing I knew, she was in our Mentors for Positive Change class, becoming yeah. our mentor. So he he was directing her well. Yeah. Thank you for your obedience. Yes. So street outreach, how did that come about for you? Um, so the street outreach, when I initially came on, there was someone else who was leading it. She was awesome, and she paved the way for me, mm-hmm. kind of showed me the ropes, um, the goal of outreach, what to do. And so I followed along, and... Um, Then uh, transition came, and I stepped into the leadership role. And learning um, has been a a big thing. You have to be, if you're a servant, you have to be open. You have Mm -hmm. to be um, humble. Again, humble comes up. And Mm -hmm. so with those things, I've just, um, you keep the... You keep in in the forefront of your mind the need that's out there. And when you think about the need, then everything else that you have to do to prepare for outreach, to um, minister to people when you get out there, it just, at least for me, I don't know for other people, it just all falls into place. And I know, you know, exactly what we need to do when I'm planning an outreach. I know uh, when we go to a certain area, you know, a little, kind of what to encounter, and it just falls all into place for me. It's, it's the labor of love. When you when you do the labor of love and you're passionate about it, everything else just, you know, not that there's not any bumps, not that there's not any, um, any things that you have to deal with, but definitely when I focus on love, mm-hmm. um, everything just comes together. You know, that's so interesting because here I am, I was trying to get you on my education team at the time and or to do this and or to do that and you were so gracious right very very gracious but you were continuing to go on outreach and when that opportunity came you're like you know I kind of think I found it this is it and sure enough it is it when we come back I'm going to share a little bit of how Angela takes the realm, takes hold of the atmosphere when she is preparing for outreach. And we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome.
welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we have in studio with us today, Miss Angela Garcia, our coordinator of street outreach. Yay! Yay! Hello, all. <laughs> and, of course, our host, Vanessa Russell, and co-host, Shanae. Shanae, who is that? Who's Shanae? Rache. Rache. Shanae, hey. I still love you. Sorry about that, Rache. I love you too. Yes. Yeah, so Rache was actually t- telling us about all about love just before the break. But I wanna, I wanna um, actually give her a moment to say that, kind of share what she was on her heart. But I also wanted to just touch on that. Um, uh, you know, Angela, you and I know Benita, you want to drill down into this some more, but Angela, you know, it's, it, it, I just think it's beautiful how, um, God called you to do street outreach and, uh, you know, from what I have seen, I, I you know, I know the the process that is necessary to uh, prepare for an outreach. It's not simple. It's not easy. It's it's a labor of love, wouldn't you say? It is absolutely a labor <laughs> of love, labor of love, and uh, face on the floor in prayer. Yes, and that's the beauty of it that I see with with Angela. Um, even before she walked into this role, when she was just a, an out, I don't want to say just, but when she was an outreach participant, she was on her face before the Lord. And that to me was my, the lights went on, you know, yes, you know, her, she would call, you know, I'm in this certain area and this is what I see, and I'm just praying. She, as she drives down streets in various cities, she's mm-hmm. praying as she's driving. She yeah. prays for people. She, you know, shares her love. We were talking about it's a, a love walk. It is definitely a labor of love that she um, really has for the marginalized out on the streets. And I'll never forget, too, um, one evening we were out there and she saw a young lady whom she knew that was right out of her church. And she witnessed to that young lady and continues to, has continued to uh, communicate with her and that type of thing. Just to see the Lord honor her in that way is truly, truly a blessing. Rache, what were you telling us earlier? So just... To keep hearing Angela talk about the labor of love and just um, last night in church, we were discussing um, love and what God says it is and how love in itself, it it's a servanthood mm. in order to love. You have to serve others. Mm. He served us mm-hmm. and it's not even really an option but it's a command of his yes. to love regardless and to go out and reflect that love that he shows us. So it just made me really think about um, just in detail of that, of mm-hmm. that love and just like being committed and it, it being in action. Um, yeah. Yes. It's an action as well as a noun, right? Yeah. And I think for us at love never fails um, for us, that's very important. You know, 
there are many organizations doing the work that we do, and they're doing great jobs, and they're they're serving as well and doing it with the love in their hearts. But for us, it's a mantra. It's it is something that we believe in, and we act upon it, and it will always be the first priority. We love no matter what. You go back in the life, we still love you. Mm-hmm. We still pour out all the love that we have toward you because we know that the word tells us that his love will draw them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right. I, I, it's who we become and not just all about what we do. Mm. Yes, yes. It, it's not like, yes. you know, yeah. how do you love me? It, it, it's just, it just really becomes a being of who we are, the way the love is produced. Mm. And, you know, one of the things my husband and I talk about a lot um, when we talk about um, accountability, you know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big theme we discuss at, at home, specifically about the church, about our kids. And what he, I've learned from him is that accountability is actually reminding people of the purpose in their life, mm-hmm. the calling over their life. It's not condemning yes. them. It's not controlling them. It's reminding them, speaking over their life, the purpose. And so I believe that when Angela and your team, you and your team go out there, you're speaking purpose. Mm -hmm. You're speaking life. You're speaking life over some. You're not saying, if you don't come with me, you you must like this or, or you deserve to be here or why did you choose this? But it's, it's totally disregarding. It's like it never happened. It's just saying, I'm here, and I'm here to tell you that you're loved and that you're important and that there's purpose over your life. Whether you're ready to hear that and receive it is fine, but I'm here to declare it over you today. Amen. Right. Amen. That's exactly what we do when, um, um, I mean, we have a great uh, group of volunteers that come out um, Thank you to every volunteer that comes out. Mm-hmm. We are flourishing because of your servant heart. But when the volunteers come out, we have a time prior to outreach where we're just preparing to go out. And um, some people are apprehensive because they don't know what's going to happen on outreach. They don't know you know what the experience is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And so I tell them... Um, our only goal, the the ministry is called Love Never Fails. And mm-hmm. so our only goal when we go out is to plant seeds of love. That's all I, you know, if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, we're planting seeds of love. Um, so if you're loving someone by handing them a, a meal, if you're loving someone by um, giving them a hug, a hug that they haven't had, um, you know, in December when we went out, we um, gave cups of hot chocolate, and it was so welcomed. And you know, they they first they wanted to know why we were out there, mm-hmm. and then when we uh, gave them a cup of hot chocolate, it was just you know the extension of love of you know we're out here because we we're, we're concerned about you because you're valuable because you're cared about. Um, you know, just loving on them. And so for anyone out there who's thinking about coming to outreach and they don't know what to expect, they don't know what it's going to be like, if you have a servant's heart, all I need you to do is to come and to help us plant seeds of love. 
that that's all. The Lord will direct you what mm-hmm. to say, what not to say. Um, I never worry about our safety because I feel like like in the Old Testament when there was a cloud, you know, over them, um, going where they went, protecting them and giving them provision. That's literally what I feel like when we're out there on outreach. So I'm always concerned about the team, but I'm not, you know, I feel like when you're right in, you know, Right in the middle the, of the, his will. Right, right. <laughs> like you're right in the middle of his will. Like you, you don't need to be concerned about everything. I mean, the word says that if you take care of his business, he'll take care of yours. That's kind of a paraphrase. So all my Bible scholars out there, don't get upset. <laughs> um, that was the Angela paraphrase. But um, when you're right there at the center of his will, he will take care of you. You know, like all the every month when we go out, every provision that we need. Um, people donate it. People come with prepared meals. Um, people come with open hearts. People come with donations of clothing, um, everything that we need. I had uh, one lady, uh, she doesn't go out on outreach um, because, you know, she physically she's not able, but she comes and she brings meals and, you know, and she leaves. And, and that is just that's her sacrifice yeah you know that's what she can do and that's so appreciated so if you can you know come and donate clothing donate you know three packs of black socks yes i'm specific (laughs) um donate your best by the way please you know that's very important that we give our best but whatever you can do sow a seed so that we continue with outreach um, pray for us while we're out there. Yeah. But don't, please don't think that uh, you're not equipped to help with outreach or that you can't do it. There's absolutely, um, a, you know, something that you can do. Everyone absolutely. is capable. Everyone is able to love. Amen. 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 And Angela, we're going to um, take a break here in a second. But I, when we come back, we're going to talk about more of those needs that you have for street outreach, as well as um, to let people know if they're new to this, that we do do training as well. So we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're just having a good old time in here talking about love and servanthood and street outreach with Love Never Fails, because that's what it's about. And, you know, Angela, you were just talking about some of the the needs that uh, you have and can use as far as street outreach is concerned. And you mentioned um, the fear factor and and those who are new, they're first timers. Could you talk about that a little bit more? Sure. So um, people, various people come out, they come out and they're very curious. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? No experience necessary. No experience necessary. But um, prior to outreach, we do spend some time and we talk about Love Never Fails. We talk about the mission of Love Never Fails, how Love Never Fails came about, and then how that um, streams down to outreach. And um, during that time, you know, people have time to ask questions. But we have a PSA, a public service announcement, 
that I play every time. And the reason why I play that every time is because it grounds, first of all, it grounds me and it grounds the people. And it tells us what the mission of Love Never Fails is. And it gives a, there's a young lady in the PSA that gives a testimony of how Love Never Fails helped her. And um, it gives some other information because they have a lot of questions. They want to know what's going to happen when we go out for outreach. What is outreach going to look like? What is it going to entail? So forth and so on. And so I chose to start using the PSA um, because it answers those questions. And it is a little raw, and so it it um it opens up you know questions and and but at the same time it kind of creates this atmosphere of you know humility of wow you know um, because I want them to know like you're chosen to do this you know the word says to go out and to share you know to make witnesses to make disciples and so you guys answered the call you're here and so now you have this awesome opportunity and and I tell them that like you have this awesome opportunity to go out and to to sow these seeds of love and so um, you know, sometimes their expectation is like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to talk to someone and, and you know, it's going to happen right then and there. And so that's another thing that I try and make clear when we're out there is we're, we're planting seeds of love and God gives the increase mm-hmm. so that there's, you know, also not the, the disappointment that, um, well, why, why didn't this happen? We're someone. Right, yeah. right. You know, and and they will ask that as we're preparing, like, uh, what do we do if we have a rescue? Because everyone is excited. And of course, if if we could have a rescue every time we go out for outreach, you know, several rescues, that would be absolutely, you know, perfect. Um, but I don't want them to discount the fact that they are out there sowing seeds of love and then rarely, but we get sometimes we get the opportunity to sow the seed again to to the same person. And so imagine, you know, you're going out for outreach. A stranger comes to you and they tell you that they care about you. They don't want anything from you. They're not asking anything from you, but they're saying, you know, you you are valuable. You're cared about. You're loved, you know. And matter of fact, I want to give you something. Um, it It's astounding, the the opportunity. And so that's why I say, uh, for people that are apprehensive, that don't know what to expect, or you know, they're just they're just unsure about it. Um, there, there's no reason to be apprehensive. Um, God definitely uses us. He definitely directs us, and he he honestly does the work for us. We are his instruments. He works through us, and we just take advantage of the opportunities that we have out there to love on people. I like what you said, how we're planting seeds of love, planting seeds. That doesn't necessarily mean that, like you said, a rescue will happen that will happen that night. We're planting seeds of love. Me being a missionary, it's hard at first to not see the result of the fruit, right? But most cases, you never get to see the fruit right then. It might take a long time, but we never know whom we're touching, whom we're um, blessing. But like you said, the Lord gives the increase. 
Right. Right. There's a um, a group that went out with us on the last outreach, and they had uh, lots of questions, which, which are, are welcome because I want people to feel comfortable and I want them to be as prepared as they can be when we go out for outreach. But we had an instance where we met a young man, and when we initially walked up to him, he didn't want us to, he said, you can pray for me, but not with me. And so I said, no problem, you know, we'll, we'll pray for you. And so we prayed for him, you know, um, had some things to give him. And then we continued, you know, to pray for other people. And he followed us down the street and, you know, we, we saw him following us, but he, and he was no threat. I think he was more, you know, um, he just wanted to, he, I, I believe he felt the love that we came out and um, deposited. We deposited a seed of love. And so I believe that he felt that. And so he um, didn't want to let it go. And so he followed us down the street. And um, ultimately, he asked us, you know, if he can accept the Lord. And so mm-hmm. we prayed with him and, you know, he accepted the Lord. And I remember after the fact, some of the people asked me, um, do you how many times do you think that he accepted the Lord? And I, I you know, it was kind of a, a odd question to me. I, I hadn't thought about it. And so I talked to the young lady and I said, um, what I want you to focus on is the fact that when we initially came in contact with him, he didn't even want to pray with us. He told mm-hmm. us that we, he, we could pray for him. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he followed us down the street. And he engaged in conversation with us because initially he wasn't open to it at all. And from that point, then he told us that he wanted to accept the Lord. And so I told her, I said, my concern is not if he's accepted the Lord prior or how many times he's done that. My concern is that he felt loved. And I know that he felt loved because he followed us Hmm. there. You know, he was drawn to the love that we you know, were able to extend to him. And so that's my concern. I mean, when people start to to follow you, you know that there's a need there. And, you know, thank God that he um, equips us so that we're able to meet that need. And so if he accepts the Lord several more times, it that's not my concern. But if I go out and I see him again, he's going to remember us and he's going to, we have another opportunity to plant more seeds of love. So like I said, you know, let the team know God gives the increase. We just get the the awesome opportunity to love. Amen. Amen. And you know, it's interesting because, um, I think that sometimes we can, um, and we do this in church all the time. We're counting how many people are in church, mm-hmm. how many salvations, you know, uh, we're trying to justify or quantify our impact mm-hmm. uh, to, the, to a community, much like a business. And um, that's just not the way that, you know, the Lord works. I mean, I think he does call us to be accountable for, you know, uh, money and be um do things with excellence. So I'm not saying that everything is just fluid and, you know, moving here and moving there. But um, there is, uh, especially when you're walking in the dark street and you've come upon somebody, um, you know, depending on what your, you know, your background is, you may be thinking, oh, 
you know, you, you, am I going to be results-oriented here? Did I take him off the street? Did I rescue him? Did I did I save him? Did I? Did, and you know, and and it's hard for us when we come from maybe a culture that's like that mm-hmm. to just accept that you looking that person in the face, you touching them, uh, you know, uh, you you spending time, you probably have entertained an angel. You probably have, um, you know, you probably have um, done something much greater. You know, you've been a walking epistle. Mm-hmm. A walking epistle. I That's love good. that. That's really yeah, good. I like that. We're going to come back for another segment. Oh, this is getting better and better of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are having a good old time here talking about street outreach with Love Never Fails and our leader of that particular program, Angela Garcia. So, Angela, or I should say Vanessa, sowing seeds. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I was just sharing that um, since, and I actually talked about this with our original leader of Street Ministries, shout out to Katrina Bowman. Hi, Katrina. Katrina. Um, but, um, you know, I spoke with her um, just as she was transitioning that the Lord was putting on my heart, Sowing Street, uh, Sowing Seed Street Team. That's a triple S team. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, because it's come up so many times in this conversation that mm-hmm. it, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's coming to pass. And that, it, for me, knowing that this is a ministry that sows seeds mm-hmm. and does not, we're not the rescue team. Mm-hmm. We're not the. We're not the, um, although people might get rescued, people right. might get saved. People might, um, you know, uh, you know, be uh, given some medical care. You know, we're not, we're not medical response. We are there to sow the seed of love. And uh, I just love that, that, that that's what's happening, especially since um, I'm not always able to come, you know, and, uh, and I just to know that that vision that the Lord has birthed um, is carrying on in such a mighty way. It's just woohoo, so awesome. Amen. Yay. Yeah. Also, too, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, I was I was also sharing, you know, that one of the things that's very humbling, and I encourage you, you know, the, those of you who are listening, that maybe. Um, uh, maybe struggling, you know, doing this work and working in the space of fighting against human trafficking can get very um, difficult. Uh, there's a lot of uh, just, uh, just so it's, it's strenuous to, to the natural man. Mm-hmm. And so I would say if you need to be refreshed, this is kind of crazy, but come on street outreach. Mm-hmm. It absolutely will refresh you. It will remind you yes. why you're doing what you're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we, we often love. forget. We get so stuck in the monotony of the day-to-day, of the paperwork, of the grant writing, of the mm-hmm. you know administration, and the um, and the uh, you know trying to find funding and resources that we forget. There's a person out there. Mm-hmm. One of our beloved daughters or sons, sisters or brothers, that's out there waiting. Mm-hmm. Angela, tell us about, so one of the things that I want to make sure we cover is that 
we've noticed a trend in the last year. So in, in years prior to last, we actually came into contact with roughly about 300 um, exploited uh, people per year. That's 300 people. I want the listening audience to know that. 300 people a year. Um, and these are people that we've located in Hayward, in Richmond, in Oakland, in Modesto, in San Jose, in San Francisco. So in our very own Bay Area, 300 people, 306 in 2014. In 2015, um, it, it was much less. And part of the reason for that is we've noticed that people are doing more of the exploitation using online ads. And so we have birthed a phone outreach that is happening, that typically happens in parallel with street outreach. And I was hoping, Angela, you could share with us. I think we had one, uh, we kicked it off late last year. We had one instance where we we actually implemented it, and we learned some things, and we, we hope to do more, right? Right, right. Um, we did pilot it last year. We had the opportunity to make some phone calls to some um, people that we believe were being exploited. And I was amazed when we when we did it. We called about 12 people, and we um, got a very positive response for, from over half of them. And so our goal is to call them and... Um, just to, we have, we have a very short window of opportunity, and just like when we're out on the streets planting seeds of love, we're doing the same thing over the phone. We're letting them know that they're loved. Uh, initially, when they uh, recall back, they're like, "Who are you, and what do you want?" And so, um, it's kind of neat, you know, to tell them when they call back. We just want to know that you're loved. You know, that that's why we're calling. That's our only goal. And some are kind of taken aback. You know, you want to call me to tell me that I'm loved? And we're like, yes. You know, and so some will go into conversation and we're able to let them know about resources that we have and um, any questions that they have about Love Never Fails, about, um, about the organization. But it's just... Um, it's an extension of the of going out on the streets and so for those because I have some people that come out that are not physically able to go out on the streets and so we are now launching where we're going to do calls and so they can stay back and um, and make phone calls and again plant seeds of love Um it's still as personal when you're talking to someone over the telephone as meeting them face-to-face. I think because it's uh, unexpected and um, you're, you're, uh, because of the training that we do, you're very humbled. And so it's just a, a moment that you have with them to let them know that they're valuable, that they're cared about, whether it's out on the streets or it's over the phone. So I'm super excited for it to grow. So for those that um, have the heart, uh, then, you know, let us know and we will put you to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, from from where, you know, I sit, and, and for me, um, even more, every year, prayer becomes um, more and more um, um, prevalent, and more, I become more aware of how much we need it, how important it is, um, and how much 
how much more effective we will be if we prioritize prayer and just that that just for people to be sitting by people that are calling mm-hmm. and praying you know this this is this is multidimensional and uh and and there are so many things, you know, people, we need people to be praying for people that are out at street outreach. There are, we need people to be praying for people who are, um, who are calling. And then, of course, they, you know, they, they can rotate in to actually call and offer prayer themselves or other resources, as, um, as Angela said. So I'm super excited about the phone outreach. And again, you know, um, for, for me, I think um, what I love about it is that uh, we're not going to just do um, do the glamorous thing. Mm. Uh, we're not going to just do the easy thing. Mm. Uh, we are committed to being the hands and feet mm-hmm. and the thumb, as Angela said, <laughs> of Christ. Amen. And Angela, about the calling here really quickly in the little bit of time we have left, um, people don't use their own personal phones, correct? They don't use their own personal phones. We uh, Love Never Fails supplies a phone so that uh, you don't have to worry about your number, you know, being secure or not secure. So Love Never Fails supplies everything that you need. We have a phone and we uh, supply the information for you to make the calls. And we have a trained person there by your side and they are going to tell you, uh, they'll guide you because, you know, just like going out on the street, some people are nervous of what to say or what not to say. Um, same thing when we're over the phone. And so we have uh, someone from our team there to, you know, encourage you and to guide you. But once you, um, you know, once you surrender your heart, God just opens up these opportunities. And so that's what I tell the team when we go out, you know, just have a surrendered heart and an open mind. And when God, you know, swings open the door for your conversation, for your hug, for, you know, your whatever it is for you to hand them a gift, take your opportunity, like be bold about it. You know, God's opened the door for us. So, you know, run in, you know, run through that door and let them know, hey, you know, you are loved, you're valuable. I mean, you might not start off the conversation with that, but, um, you know, be be vigilant and and know that this is an opportunity that God has opened for you um, and take advantage of it, you know, take advantage of it to let them know that they're loved. Ask them what their name is, mm. you know, ask them how they're doing. Do you have children? Is there something that I can, you know, pray, pray for you for? Do you have any prayer requests? Um, you know, just take advantage of that opportunity. This is all great information. And um, we just thank you so much for what you do and with the heart that you do it with. We yes. know we know that God is definitely leading you and leading the efforts there. We're going to come right back. And um, if you're interested in street outreach or maybe this outreach of calling, we're going to talk about some dates in our next segment and get you all caught up on how to get involved and where we are to do that in the month of January, Anti-Human Trafficking Awareness Month. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. 
Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We have um, had a great time today talking about street outreach and being sowing seeds of love on the streets here in the Bay Area. And um, Rache, you had something to say about that, a a teaching I think you heard recently. Yes. um, My pastors had um, given us this analogy and just thinking about, um, just like thinking about making a pot of coffee. There's the coffee grounds and you can think of that as God. Mm. And as he uses us as his filter and the Holy spirit runs through us Mm. so that we are able to give out the essence of God to others. Mm. So just to encourage people to know that even the slightest bit of your servanthood is a great help. Um, and just know that the seed that is planted, it, it's, a, it's a mighty thing, whether you see it bloom or not. Mm, that's good. That's good. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have watched <laughs> people make coffee through the coffee maker. And I, I can get that analogy. That, that was really, really good. Angela, thank you for encouraging those who may wonder and encouraging us, those who do go out on outreach to continue to do it, to be that, to sow those seeds of love and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, can you tell us, um, I know that January you are um, seeking the Lord and consecrating yourself and getting direction, seeking direction from the Lord this month, and we will not have outreach. But can you tell us maybe the next three months where there will be so people in those areas here in the Bay Area can come and join us and how they might be able to reach you? So we're going to be ramping back up. I am excited. Uh, 2017 is here, and in February, we will be in the San Francisco area. March, we will be in the East Bay area. April, we're going to head down to, like, the Contra Costa County area. Central Valley? Central Valley. Central Valley, Central Valley is area. San Joaquin County. San Joaquin Contra County. County. Contra Costa, we do Contra Costa and Alameda County together. But Central Valley is is uh, San Joaquin County over there and a little bit of Contra Costa County. But thank you so much. And we are so looking forward to that. If you are interested in coming on Outreach, reach Angela at streets at loveneverfailsus.com. That's streets with an S on the end at loveneverfailsus.com. And that um, you will reach Angela and she will be able to answer your questions and let you know what is happening. And to tell you really quickly what's happening, um, some events that we have coming up on next Saturday at Cathedral of Faith in San Jose. Uh, They are having a human trafficking awareness conference. We are part of that. That's from 10 to 3. And that's on Canoas Garden Road there in San Jose. You can Go to their website and uh, get uh, that information. If you are interested in volunteering with us, um, we will be having a volunteer orientation on the 19th from 7 to 8 at our office at 22580 Grand Street. That is actually our double portion store and office there, as well as the 27th, the South Bay Coalition to End Human Trafficking will be having their annual conference at the Mexican Heritage Plaza School of Arts and Culture, uh, intersecting 
is their theme there. Don't quote me on that, but you can go to the South Bay Coalition's to end human trafficking's website to get all the details for that. And the Voices for the Voiceless rally is the next day in Oakland on International. And we are one of those sponsors. So we know we have given you a plethora today, a lot of information. We hope that you will find where you can get plugged in. And if you have that need, or if you have a need of love or someone to sow you seeds of love please know that you are loved thanks for joining us this week on abolition radio we trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org by liking and sharing our page on facebook facebook slash abolition radio or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors, and the ones who still sleep our eyes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.